Hey everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. Welcome back to the YouTube channel and the uh, Showing Up To Your Life podcast. I'm really excited to be here with you. Today is Christmas Eve, and for all of you who celebrate the Christmas holiday, I wish you a very Merry Christmas. And for all of you who, who celebrate other holidays at this time of year, I wish you the happiest holidays. And, and I really just want you to know how much I appreciate everyone who, who likes and comments and, and uh, gives me feedback about these uh, videos and podcasts I do every day. It's just been an absolute pleasure to get to know some of you and to really, um, it just warms my heart to know that people are out there benefiting from these messages that I'm sending out. And so thank you everyone. Thank you very, very much. And I wish you well. And so one last thing before we take, I'm going to take a break for a few days. You know, tomorrow I'll be off because of uh, Christmas with my kids. And then, uh, so I'll be back next week with some more videos. But for now, I wanted to sort of wrap it. It feels very much like the end of something, you know, just this, this I don't know, the, the time of year and the, the, the whole, you know, that whole thing with the Saturn and Jupiter con uh, converging and, and aligning. And I don't know, there's something about this feels like we're, we're kind of turning a page. And of course, <laughs> nobody's going to be sorry to turn this page on 2020, right? I mean, I don't think anybody's going to miss it <laughs> after it's gone. Um, so I just wanted to kind of, uh, you know, once again, share a little bit of a, a compassion practice that you could do. Um, very simple practice that you can do that, that will help you to kind of, um, you know, practice compassion. You know, I was just on the phone with a, a client this morning who, uh, or video call actually, and, uh, and he, I mean, just in like, He's been doing some compassion practices for I think this is the third week and he has already, he's like, he, he can't believe the difference it's made in his life and, and just the way that he sees things, the way that he feels and the way that, you know, he just processes the experiences that he's having in his life already after just three weeks of, of you know, a few times a day, like, you know, just spending, I mean, total maybe five minutes a day, something like that. And I mean, he also does some mindfulness practices and meditation, uh, but but the compassion is what's really, really, I mean, he's like, this is what my, my body needed. This is exactly what I needed. And he said something really interesting this morning, is that he said that he always felt like he was compassionate. Right, he's always he he feels like he he cares about other people. He feels like he he has compassion for others. If he sees somebody struggling, he'll help them. You know, and that's the way most of us feel, right? And that's the way it is for most of us. But the thing is that, you know, it's so easy to slip into the old natural habits that we have because as I've told you here a lot of times before, you know, we are practicing something, whether we're intentionally practicing uh, mindfulness or heartfulness, which is the compassion side of mindfulness, you know, whether we're intentionally practicing that or we're unwittingly practicing the opposite of that, right? You know, we're practicing something. And so what happens is when we feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm a compassionate person, my client said, right? So, so he feels like, you know, if he sees somebody who's struggling, he will help that person. And that is the, that is a definition of, 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 uh, compassion, right? Is to is to suffer with someone, to to want to you know relieve somebody's suffering by standing with them, right? And so and yeah, we all feel that way, right? But but if we practice, but at the same time, we can find ourselves you know feeling anger towards people or resentment towards people or vengeful feelings towards people, right? And at the same time, where we think, oh, I'm a compassionate person, I'll help somebody who falls down on the on the ground, but yet. 
I'm angry and I'm, I'm resentful to the point where I have vengeful feelings about this other person. Well, that what that means is that your your compassion is kind of fragmented, you know, and and fractured in a way. And so so you're not, you know, if if that's the way we're living, and that's the way most of us are living, right? And it's not it's not that you're wrong. It doesn't mean that you're a bad person or anything like that. But what it means is that, you know it means that you're not practicing compassion, right? It means that you, your compassion when you feel the call to compassion, which is beautiful, and you deserve a lot of credit for that, and I thank you for that compassion. But to practice compassion is to, as my client this morning, one of the practices I, I uh, gave my client just last week was to go through three different people, right? Start with yourself and then three different people. One person who's very easy to practice uh, compassion for, somebody who you know you just love so much. Then somebody who's neutral, you know, a cashier that you know at a local grocery store, but you don't even know the person's name, a barista, somebody who works in your office, you don't know them well. Doesn't, you know, you think of this person doesn't think good doesn't think bad doesn't think anything right so that neutral person right and then finding someone who who you know boils your 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 soup a little bit you know and it gets up your sleeve a little bit right and and you know to wish compassion for that person while it's very challenging that's what gets us to 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 you know kind of feel that compassion for even those people who do things that hurt us right and so what my client said this morning after just a week he said he's run out of those people in that that third category right that difficult category of uh you know the the easy neutral and difficult right and so so i mean think about that right he's run out of the people who he feels resentment towards and that's the idea right because feeling resentment for someone is not good for you and it doesn't affect anything uh, in the other person you know I always laugh about that like you know I used to feel that way all the time I used to feel like if I could hold this anger for somebody you know and, and I could feel the anger hard enough that somehow it would impact that person in a negative way right and I would get my taste of sweet revenge right that dish best served cold as they say right but then I laugh because I think of it and I, I realize that while I'm sitting here just you know like getting myself into such levels of stress, not really showing up for my family and my friends or myself, I'm, I'm damaging my health, I'm not feeling good because of all of this rage that I have for this person. And meanwhile, I picture that person, he's probably sitting on an easy chair with a remote control in one hand and a cold beer in the other hand and could not care less about what I feel about them. Right? And that's the point, right? That there's no amount of, of you know, discompassion or un whatever the opposite of compassion, there's no amount of that anger or hatred or, or disdain that we might feel for somebody that is going to do anything except hurt you, right? As Mark Twain said, anger is, a, is an acid that does more damage to the vessel in which it is stored than the person on whom it is poured right? Which means that your anger does not hurt the person that you're angry at. It only hurts you, right? And if you want to go back a little further, the Buddha himself wrote that, that anger is like holding a hot coal in your hand that you're planning to throw, to throw at somebody, right? So you're holding this hot coal and it's burning you. It's damaging your body, and just so that someday you might get the chance to throw it at somebody, right? And so so what is that doing, right? Does that make sense? Of course it doesn't make sense, right? So this time of year, you know, there's, you know, obviously, you know, uh, not obviously, but a lot of, a lot of, 
people and a lot of times at this time of year, we, we tend to, to have compassion on our minds a little bit more. You know, we tend to give to charities. We tend to, um, you know, uh, gift giving to others. You know, that's a, that's a level of compassionate, you know, altruistic um, endeavor, right? And so, so it's really a kind of common thing to be thinking about this time of year. So I want to give you a couple of thoughts of ways that you can kind of uh, bring compassion into all the different moments of your life, okay? I'll give you a couple of examples and then and then see if you can come up with others because it's it's really you know the chances the opportunities to practice compassion are all around us and and when we can do it all the time that's when we we literally physically make changes to the way that we process the world, right? And we can process the world in a, you know, through this this lens, this prism of compassion and kindness. And and again, if if anger is an acid that 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 you know hurts you inside, as Mark Twain told us, right? Well, then compassion is like a salve. It's like something that, that nourishes us, that, that brings us happiness and brings us joy and brings us well-being. It brings us health in mind, body, and spirit, emotionally, physically, and mentally, right? And so, and so the idea then is to, if we can, you know, get to the point where we're kind of always practicing compassion and I don't mean that to sound like oh my gosh I gotta always be practicing something that sounds really hard art why would I want to do that it's not like that right you know when we're practicing compassion you know what I mean by that is just to have compassion in the forefront of our attention and our awareness all the time right and when we can do that right again it's it's good for us right it's good for you to do this Yes, it's going to benefit those around you, right? Yes, your family is going to benefit greatly. Your loved ones are gonna benefit greatly. Even that that you know, that that young person behind the, the counter at a store that you go to, they are going to benefit greatly from this attitude of compassion that you carry with you, right? But more than any of them, you are going to benefit from this, okay? You are going to experience less stress. You are going to experience better sleep. You're going to experience better health, physically, mentally, uh, you know, emotionally, right? Your well-being is going to go up, <laughs> right? And that is by doing something that actually feels really good at the same time, right? Anytime you, you know, this is why this time of year is so beautiful in certain ways. Like, you know, if you get past the whole, you know, concept of the, you know, the consumerism and the, you know, people in the stores, you know, as I said yesterday, the other day, beating each other up over Cabbage Patch dolls and stuff like that. If you can get past that stuff, you know, you really get in touch with this, this concept of, of giving, right? And, and how does it feel to you when you give a gift to someone, you know? And it's very natural, right? I mean, I have a, a, a daughter who's 12 years old, and I swear, she barely asked for, I mean, you know, she only thought of herself like three days ago and told us what she wanted for Christmas. But meanwhile, she has, has you know, either purchased or made and wrapped like 10 different gifts for all of her friends and, and, and her family. And, and just, it's just so wonderful to see this is the natural state of us, right? This is not something that we taught her how to do. This is coming from deep within her heart right? And, and that's what this time of year brings out in all of us, right? We, we tend to, to, you know, like, think about it. How does it feel to you? How does it feel in your heart physically to give a gift, right? I mean, I get chills just thinking about it, right? And, and so you, you know, so, so if we can always be in that place, 
just think about how good that feels, right? Just feeling that that kind of, you know, buzzy, exciting, and, and just happy, glowing feeling that you get when you give to someone. Right? And so the thing is that, you know, giving a gift to someone does not have to be a wrapped thing with a bow on it that costs money, that, you know, all of that. It could very much be, right, just your attention. It could be just your, your acknowledgement of the existence of another person, right? I mean, because that's what we want, right? We're all looking to just be seen and be heard and be understood right? Love and understanding, you know, Thich Nhat Hanh, the Zen master, and, you know, <laughs> the embodiment of, of, of compassion and peace on earth, you know, he, he says that, you know, love and understanding are the same thing, right? That when we, when we truly love someone is when we truly understand them. And when we truly understand them, that's when we know them so well that they are part of our compassion, right? And so, and so this is something that is so good for us, Right? It's so good for us, right? So, so here's a little practice that I want to kind of, uh, you know, leave you with today. And I know this is a short episode. I didn't really plan anything today because, quite frankly, <laughs> I was up very, very late last night. I was uh, setting up my my son's uh, PS4, <laughs> and uh, and thank goodness I did that. And pro tip, right? For any of you parents out there who bought your your child this year one of those kind of things, like a video game kind of setup, do yourself a favor and spend some time tonight and hook it up. You know, because I had to register for an account for him, I had to register an account for me, it took me, and, and you're doing it with like a console on, a, on it. like it's like when you log into Netflix, right? You know, it's like, you know, deep, 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 A, deep, 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 art, and it took like, literally, it took me like two and a half hours to do this. And I can only imagine as I was sitting there doing it, like thinking about Christmas morning, my son just raging because he can't play with his video game, you know? So, uh, so do yourself the favor and, uh, and, and, and spend some time tonight and hook it up and then put it back in the box and wrap it up. And now it's, it's set for him. All he has to do is log in and now it's like good to go, you know? So, um, so yeah, so you might want to think about doing that <laughs> for yourself. Again, this is a compassion for yourself as well as for, for whoever it is that you bought that gift. Um, and so anyway, here's a, here's a quick little practice, right? Because the, the thing is that there's so many opportunities. In fact, there's almost limitless opportunities that we have to practice compassion for others, right? And, and so the, here's a couple of my favorites, right? Now, back in the before times, you know, when we were all going regularly to all different places, we were all around other people a lot, I would, I would tell you to, uh, to stop every hour or so and just, just pause for about 10 seconds and anyone you can see around you, just wish that person well or those people well. But we don't do that so much anymore. So I've developed a couple of other ways in which I get people to, to, to bring compassion into you know the, the, the throughout the day kind of thing, right? And so one way is with food, right? Like we all shop for food and we all eat food, right? That's one thing that we're all, you know, we all do, right? And so, so a, a really great practice of, of compassion and also mindfulness, right? Because you're bringing awareness to something, right? You're being intentional about it. So it's going to touch a lot of bases that are going to be good for you, okay? It's going to lower stress. It's going to give you better fulfillment. It's going to give you a happiness and a, and a purpose and Really good stuff, right? So, so when you're when you're picking up a piece of, of food that you're about to, whether you're eating the food or you're preparing the food or you're buying the food, right? At any step or all three of those steps, um, 
you know, like like last night, you know, I was making some broccoli for my wife and my son, right? And I, and I took that broccoli, and, and as I was rinsing it off, right, I had this head of broccoli in my hand, and I, I just love, I love vegetables. I'm, I'm a vegetable fan, and I love to just, you know, kind of think about these vegetables growing so plentifully, abundantly. But then you think about, you know, to bring compassion into this, you think about the fact that that while I have this broccoli in my hand right now, and I'm about to you know wash it and cut it and cook it for my family, which is in and of itself an act of compassion, right? I can also think about all of the different people. Now I didn't grow the broccoli myself. You know, maybe you you have a garden and you grow your own. In which case, you'd have to choose something different. But 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 for me, I bought this broccoli at a store, right? And so so therefore, I know that there are several different people who were involved with getting me this broccoli so that I could make this and nurture and nourish my family with this food, right? So there's first, there's the farmer, right? There's the person who, who plants the seeds. He goes out in a tractor, you know, early in the morning. He works really hard to, to, to you know, to, to cultivate this, this farm that grows this beautiful vegetable right? And now there's the person who goes out and picks the broccoli, right? They, they slice it off and they, they put it into a, a box or something, right? And then there's the person who puts that broccoli into a, a, a box to be shipped, right? And then there's the person who, who puts it on the truck. There's the person who drives the truck. There's the person who drives the boat or the plane or whatever it is, right? And then there's the person who takes that box off of a truck and puts it into a refrigerator at a grocery store. And then there's the person who, who puts a label on it and, and, and puts it on a shelf and makes it look just nice, right? You go into, into stores and especially in the produce section, you know, these, these fruits and vegetables are arranged in, in such a beautiful way, you know? And so somebody did that, you know, somebody took their hands and their mind and their senses and they created that right and and so and then of course there's the person who checked me out and took my money in exchange for this beautiful vegetable that now I'm bringing home I'm washing I'm cutting and I'm cooking right so so thinking about that whole cycle and all of those different people involved right for each one of those people I can take just a just a second or a few seconds and just just think about well you know gosh I'm so grateful and I wish you, I wish you health and, and well-being. I'm so, I, I, I love the fact that you are here to do this because if there was one of those people weren't, weren't there, right, then I wouldn't have this broccoli in my hand, right? Now, of course, you can, you know, you can argue that, like, yeah, somebody else could have driven the truck, somebody else could have, you know, self-serve, check out and all that. Yeah, you know, but you get my point, right, is that, that without this, this um, contribution from so many different people, I don't have this broccoli in my hand, right? And so, so I take a moment and I think about those people and I wish those people well. I, I say to them, I literally, I say, I hope that you are well compensated. I hope that you are happy. I hope that you're free of, of fear. Uh, I hope that you're free of, of, of you know, suffering. I hope you, you feel loved today and I hope you're happy today. Right? It's actually six different phrases that I use that I could share with you if you'd like. Okay, they're very simple. May you be well. May you be free from suffering. May you be free from fear and insecurity. May you be forgiven for your mistakes and your misdeeds. May you feel loved. May you be happy.
right? So you can say that to each one of these people, right? You don't have to say it six different times. You can just picture all of them and just say it to them, right? Say it to them in your mind, right? And another really common way to do this, another uh, really great opportunity to practice in this way is with our clothing, right? So this is my favorite shirt ever. I mean, this heart is like my favorite. It's from a sanctuary farm here, so it's made up of a, a bunch of farm animals, a cow, a horse, a, a sheep, I think, and, you know, and a, probably a chicken. I can't see. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> I don't, it's my favorite shirt. I don't even know. Uh, a pig, a pig, a, a goat, uh, a cow, and a horse, I'm sure, I'm pretty sure it is. And so it's beautiful, right? And so, so I, I think about the people who work on this farm, right? And, and, but also what I do is in, not this shirt necessarily, but, but what I, I think about is like when I grab a shirt to put it on, right, or a pair of pants to put it on or whatever, right, every morning we get dressed, right, so this is a great opportunity. Look at the label of your shirt or your, you know, now again, if it's a special shirt, which you know, you know, like somebody special gave it to you. I mean, I got this from volunteering at this farm, right? And so, so that was a, you know, this is a very special sort of memory attached to this. So I can just wish well to those people who are working alongside of me at the farm, right? Uh, but in, in a case where it's just a, a shirt, right, that you bought at, you know, Target or whatever, you know, wherever you bought your shirt, right? You look at, at the label, right, and look where it's made, right? And this is an exercise I do from time to time and I'm sharing with you, okay? Look where your shirt is made. And so you'll see some, you know, quite often it's a, it's a, a country outside the US, right? Maybe it's Indonesia, maybe it's Vietnam, maybe it's, you know, wherever, Bangladesh. And so you, you, you take a look at that, that, um, that label. And the reason why I look at the label to see where this shirt came from is because it gives you that, that sense of, of global positioning, right? Like, like Bangladesh is a long way away, right? And again, there are so many people who went into the process, who contributed to the process of getting this shirt to a place where I could, you know, obtain it and I can wear it every day and use it for my own, uh, you know, it, you know, to clothe myself, right? And so, you know, again, there's the people who stitched it in the, in the, you know, shop, right? And there's the people who put it in a box. There's people who put it on a truck or a plane or a boat. There's people who unpacked it from the truck, the plane, the boat. There's people who put it on the shelf at the store. There's people who put a label on it and all that stuff and on and on and on and on, right? And right up to the person checking out who I can say. And that's the only person in the whole process is the person who's checking me out that I can say, thank you for what you've done. You know, thank you for your help. Right, and I can look them in the eye and I can say that to them. I can say, thank you for your help, right? Which is what I do. And that's compassion, right? It's, it's being, you know, it's, it's connecting to someone. It's giving them something that, that I'm trying to do that to make them feel good, right? But again, that's the only person in the whole process who I have any direct, you know, contact with, right? But there's probably 10 or 15 different people who were involved with getting this shirt to me. Right? And of course, this plays into some level of integrity, right? Because now I, I tend to go towards, you know, because I'm thinking about the people who are making my, my clothes, right? I, I am very, you know, aware of, of where the clothes I'm buying are coming from, right? Now, am I perfect? No, I'm not, right? Some of my clothes, yes, are probably made in a sweatshop and they're, they're workers who are being exploited, right? And so I can honor their suffering. 
right? I can, I can honor their suffering and hope that they find relief to their suffering, right? But I can also make choices now to buy my clothes, buy my vegetables, buy my products of whatever kind from places that don't exploit people. Right? And that's something that now I'm more aware of, and I become more aware of it because of this compassion practice. Right? And so, so check into that and see if there's any areas of your life that you can apply this same practice to. You might be surprised at how many opportunities there are to practice uh, compassion this way. And if you do, then, you know, <laughs> if you do this every day, just with your clothes or just with your food or both of them, every day for about eight weeks, then you are making changes in the way that you process the world around you. And you're, you're processing things through the compassion in your heart. And this is something that is really, really beautiful. And aside from that, one last thing I'm gonna leave you with here today is that as you're going through, you know, seeing the family or not seeing the family or, you know, kind of working through the day and getting yourself home and maybe doing some last minute shopping and stuff, remember that just having a connection to others, right? Just making eye contact and, and saying a heartfelt word of kindness, right? That is a gift. And that is a gift for the people who are the object of your compassion, but it's also a gift for yourself. And so I invite you to give yourself that gift of compassion because the return on the investment is astronomical. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks again for watching. Thank you again for listening. Uh, if you like those phrases that I told you written down real quick, I can send them to you. Just email me and let me know you need them. Uh, otherwise, if you need any help, in, in developing this for yourself. You know, I mean, I've just rattled off a few practices. I have hundreds of these different practices that I could share with you. And, and if you, you know, a lot of times, you know, again, my client this morning said, I always thought I was compassionate, right? And so sometimes what people need is, is somebody to help them through the process to get them to the place where they are, you know, always practicing compassion and doing something, doing so in an automatic way. And so if you would like some help with that, then I can certainly talk to you about how I can help you with that. All right, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Ramadan. Happy, happy, happy holidays to all of you who are celebrating at this time of year. Whatever it is that you're celebrating, I hope that you have a wonderful time. And, uh, and I wish you well. I'll be back in a few days on Monday uh, to do some more podcasts and, and YouTube videos. From my heart, I wish you well. Take care, everybody.